The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. of Your Average Ordinary. I'm Dan. I'm Ben. And, and we're, we're the, the Torres brothers. brothers. Two weeks in a row we're together. <laughs> well, it, back in the cycle, baby. And we're doing it a big way, too, because I just happened to jump in on what's going on this week for no prompted reason whatsoever. I just finished my la- uh, the other podcast yeah, I was, that I was doing. I ask if that was planned, but clearly No, it wasn't, wasn't planned at all. I it, well we had no mic set up or anything yeah, like that. No I literally dragged up. my own mic in. Hey, it worked pretty well. Too. It, it did. It did. Uh, but we're finally in the cycle of having guests back again, which That's I'm loving. Right. We've had consistent people on the show <laughs> recently. Uh, this is someone that's been on the show before, but yes. I wasn't on for this episode. You had a fantastic episode oh that my you God. put up. It was so much fun. It was so good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Callum back to the show. Woohoo! What's up? Yeah, let's go. Happy to have you here, buddy. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah. This I'm is, excited. Did you use... Is this your first time in the booth area? It is. Okay. I was on the, the couch for... The episode you weren't on, and yeah. then for DJ's podcast, I was on the couch too. This is a different vibe in here. I yeah. love it, is. it, like just kind of the difference you get in each area. Mm-hmm. On the couches, it feels more relaxed, and you feel like with a group setting, it, it's really good. The booth, you kind of give a more like personal touch. It definitely. I wish uh, we're gonna get cameras in here at some yeah. point. One day. One, one, of, one of these days we'll get different angles because I want people to see like just how cool it actually looks. It is. Yeah, it's, cool. it's cozy in here. Yeah, it is. It's real cool. It definitely is. Um, I was an asshole today, <laughs> and I was late by half an hour. Ooh, I never do it's that. All right. This this tops anything I've ever given Ben shit for <laughs> in the past. Uh, I swore up and down that I said eleven thirty for the yeah. recording time uh, last night. I went to a silent disco. And it, oh. I was like, I'm woke up. My calves are totally non-existent today. They are jelly because me and Julie danced the entire four hours it was going on, and so we were just chilling. And then I get your text, and I was like, "Oh no, did I?" And then I looked back. I was like, "I did." <laughs> so my apologies off the. the I want that on record that I apologize off the. Off the job I for this. Get yeah, it. Apology accepted. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I won't go to podcast you we for this. We were swimming last night, so we get how exhausted. Ooh, yeah, so. where'd you guys go? Uh, Nat dude's house. That dude. Yeah, it was just a ton of fun. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I I love that. This time last year. I've said this on record a bunch of times. DJ was like, "Oh, I need Ventura's back in my life," <laughs> and now. Fast forward a year, you're like, oh, yeah, why was I ever gone from, like, doing anything <laughs> like this? 
I love seeing the bond you guys have. Yeah, yeah true, true. Especially we went to Callum was nice enough to invite me to Wing Fest, which was yesterday. Oh, yeah. how was that? A lot of fun. It was. That was my first time going. It was same your here. first time going. Yeah, same here. I've never been before. It, it's a lot of fun. I was mm. surprised, and it was nice weather too. Yeah, it oh, wasn't yeah. hot, so like. We were able to walk around and like stand in lines, and we weren't like dying. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a lot of fun. We got to try some like wacky flavors, and there was some there was some good stuff. And any some, ones that surprised you with how good they were? The cinnamon, cinnamon toast, toast crunch. crunch. Get out of here! Are you crunch. kidding me? Really good. Yeah. Really good. It, yeah, it it's something where it's like this surprising. is not going to be good, but I got to yeah. try it. And then I was like, holy shit, this is like this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And they literally That's put incredible. they literally put pieces of cinnamon toast crunch on it. But like the sauce was like had the cinnamon yeah. base. Yeah, uh, maybe that butter. That sounds so it, really good. Yeah, it was it's like a, like almost like a cinnamon bun type thing. Mm-hmm. But oh, it, yeah. it, on a chicken wing, and it, it, it worked really well. And I was like, oh wow, yeah, this is good. That's so awesome. There's yeah, a it was good. peanut butter and jelly wing that you guys tried. That one wasn't bad actually. I so a couple of places have peanut butter and jelly wings, really? but I've yeah. never had them before. It's I know a couple much, places that do it. It's what Dad does when he mixes it together yeah and then they just pretty much put it on the wing <laughs> that's awesome which it, it wasn't bad so i was like oh all right especially with if it's how dad did it you were used to it too like some exactly. people wouldn't necessarily yeah. be used to the flavor but exactly. he did it all the time Almost when he prepared his stuff so that makes a lot of sense there was one that that Looking back, I don't really think I enjoyed it. I know you didn't enjoy it. Oh, yeah. The cereal That color. one was bad, man. It, it, yeah. We, yeah. We go up to the thing, and it's, it's, it's called Cereal Killer. And I'm like, oh, it's just a play on, like, like a cereal thing. Because we had the Cinnamon Toast Crunch one. And so I'm like, okay, it's going to be another. It, it starts off with, like, Frosted Flakes, like, mixed into a, a sauce It was like an OJ blend yeah, mixed it, into it's, it. Oh, it's all okay. this stuff where it's, like, corn syrup, uh, Frosted Flakes, Orange juice, apple juice. It's like listing all this stuff, and I'm like looking at. It, I'm like, okay, so it's gonna be like a sweet, like yeah. cerealish flavor. I take a bite of it, and my mouth is on fire. And oh I'm like, no! I'm like, what the hell did I just eat? And I look at the thing, and at the ver- the last two words, it's like a three line like description. The last <laughs> yeah. words is like mixed with the hottest chili peppers in the planet, and I'm just like, huh? Why wouldn't you put that at the front? Yeah, that's something that I was. Should, I was shocked. Uh, really, I was it shocked. It sneaks up on you. When they, when they teach essay writing in school, you put your thesis statement exactly. at the yeah. beginning of your paper. I yeah. read. I read Frosted Flakes. I'm like, okay, it's gonna it's gonna be a sweet. Like, I don't know. I'll, yeah, this, and I was expecting good. Frosted Flakes to be on it because that's how yeah. we got the cinnamon toast crunch. You know, I thought it was gonna be sweet, and then I just get hit with a wave of heat. And I'm like, this that is horrible, dude. And I'm like, horrific. Ben, you can you can have this if you want. It's horrible. <laughs> I can't eat this. Oh, it was I did so finish hot. It. it was hot. But... It was so hot. And I'm like, dude, I can't even enjoy this. I wasn't ready for it. So how does it work? Do you pay for the ticket? You get a certain allotted amount, and then any extra ones you pay for? You pay for admission, okay. and then you pay for the for the tickets. For the food, okay, yeah. that's so, not bad. And it wasn't too bad for the wing prices. It was uh, ten tickets for fifteen dollars. So you oh, get, that's not bad. So a, a wing for like a dollar fifty or whatever. Especially you're going to fill up at what, like twenty max, depending yeah. on the yeah. person you are. Yeah. And like I, you know, I get to I don't eight think or nine. That, some of us made it out. close to ten, but I don't think anyone even hit ten. We that's we shared we shared a lot too. Yeah, we like we would let each other like bite our wings. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not like germophobic, you'd like that. Oh yeah. Then yeah. You can like you can like really divide and conquer and get like a bite of everything. Um. But, like, a lot of us have, like, full wings and stuff, and 
I mean, there I wouldn't want to try like a hundred wings from there, you know. No. Right. There's, there's only like certain amount of flavors. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. This isn't. Yeah, that definitely is. Uh, I'm pissed I missed it now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good time. Really Joey Chestnut was. was there. We didn't, uh, see, him, we didn't see him. We didn't see him. Yeah. Well, American legend Joey he's, Chestnut. He's a hero. <laughs> he really hero. is. Seriously, <laughs> I did try uh, the Apollo. The, the last the, the last Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, I tried What did that you one. think? It was hot. It's it hot as really hell. Hot. But you know what? This is this is what happens, and I can tell you from experience. This is what happens when you go through that. The Apollo, by the time you get to it on the scale, you're tapped out you're already. You're just numb. You're just numb. There are certain people I've seen body doing hot ones. Like absolutely oh, yeah. kill it doing it. And I'm not one of those pe- – yeah. if I did it again, I'd probably be better with it, mm-hmm. which I probably will end up doing it again, <laughs> let's be real. Um, but when you hit to bomb, it's over from there. Anything we, yeah, else, you're just like, I don't yeah. want to touch anything else. And then you have to do at least – like they used to put it at seven. I think they put it at eight now. Uh-huh. So you have to do nine and ten after that. By the time yeah. you're at the Apollo, you're just like, shit. And I did the last ab too. I didn't. I didn't wuss out. I put a little extra. Got to do it right. There. Mm-hmm. Well, I as hot as the Apollo is, it is not hotter than the Flatline. Mm. Only because the Flatline was so hot that I only had a toothpick full, and it stayed with me for like an hour. <sighs> So and the Apollo stayed with me for like half an hour. It wasn't bad at all. So uh, I was like, okay. They gave him a last like a thing of sauce on the side so he could dab. Yeah. It. So I was and I was I wasn't being light with it. I was yeah. He was, like, he was dunking. It. I'm it proud in, of you. you know? That's awesome. But when he was done with it, I, I like I got a fingertip oh, yeah, yeah. and put it in my mouth, and I was like, holy crap! Yeah. Like not having any build up to that, and just like putting like a fingertip, I was like, oh my god! I went straight to the back of my throat. Yeah. They, that that yeah. was the Damn. first wing I had. Too. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, man, dude, we we have like ten more wings to go. You gotta <laughs> do this as the last one or something, mm-hmm. man. You gotta eat all these wings after. They tease you with it too in the build up because the first couple are really good tasting yes. too. Mm-hmm. Like the one I was putting on everything after I did. Like it, it was so I was eating with chips. I was doing a bunch of stuff, and then you get to five, and it sneaks. Then it sneaks in, yes. and you're like, yeah. "Ooh." I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. And then your stomach starts being like, oh, no. My friend, so my best friend who's out here all the time, he was one of the people that did it with me on episode 20 when we did it way back <laughs> in the day. And he was shit talking the whole time, like how, how bad it tasted and all this stuff. We got done. I turned around and he had disappeared. He had, like just gone in his <laughs> car gone. and like gone home. He was like, I thought I was going to throw up. Mike. Mike DJ's brother yeah. had uh, he got the the hot ones like the the set. Oh, he did. And yeah. I was at his house the one day, and he he was like feeding me like like the tablespoons of or like the toothpicks of all like the hot ones, the like the the bomb, all that shit. He was like putting in my milk and stuff, and I, and I was I was taking. It. I'm like, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. That night, my stomach hurt mm. like oh, nothing God, ever before. Yeah. I was just laying there like. Holding my stomach, I was like, "Please, God, please save me." Oh. I, I never oh, told him because I didn't want him to have the satisfaction. Oh, of it's, the, it's the worst feeling. But I was, I was dying, dude. Well, I was going won't through it. Yeah, I know. We're safe. We're safe. Shout yeah, out, Mike. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it, it gets brutal yes, by the end does. of it. I want to try the whole thing. I would be down to do it again. I yeah. honestly would be. One of these days we will. I suggested it to DJ, like, doing it at the theater, like a truth or fun. dab style type of thing. Yeah. Ooh, like, fun. that would be really, really fun to do that one one of these nights. But I'm bringing oh, yeah. that back on the show. Yeah, you got to. One of these days I'm bringing it they, they had the Rojo and the new Buffalo sauce at the Heatness Ted. I tried the Buffalo one. That was pretty good. I, I should have tried the Rojo because, I mean, that's like their. Yeah, I didn't try the Rojo. Their yeah. sauce, but uh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, I want wings now. I know. Yeah, <laughs> Damn can't it. go wrong. Uh, how are rehearsals going? Good. They're going pretty good, yeah. actually. There, we've had what four rehearsals in total so far. Probably. I think. Well, kind of read through. Five? I guess it's five. Maybe. I think. And we open in like two weeks. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> Let's That's go. how it goes. It's a, it's a short play, though, so I feel like. We'll yeah, be okay. it is very short. Yeah, you guys are done with that in like 90 minutes or so, I feel like. Yeah, it's it's not too long. Especially, is Act 2 shorter? Act 2 is definitely shorter, right? It feels like it breezes by. Mm, I would say really Act short. 1 is shorter only because of the add on that we put to yeah, that's that's true. Act 2. So. Yeah, I saw it uh, 10 years ago when. Cat was in it previously, yes. when Amanda was in it, and uh, Julie Sanko, and it's it's a great, great show. I'm so excited to see you, uh, what DJ's take on it is. Yeah, he's hey, got I'm some excited. fun stuff planned. Yeah, I'm really excited. For Kid that. is so damn smart. Yeah, he really I, is. I don't know how he. Well, I do know how, but it, it's insane. <laughs> I had such a good time. I keep thinking about the stories and how fun it was. Yeah. Two weeks ago. That was such a good time. And Gallum, you did the video for it. Yeah, you did. You guys did such an awesome job. Yeah. Ran into some technical difficulties like halfway through, but next year we'll have it all ironed out. You know how to run into some of those mistakes now in the future. We, uh. I meant to ask, how did you end up doing the camera? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we. I, we wanted to like link the phone to the stream, and first I was trying to use like an app, but then I found like you could just like there's a program called like v- Video Ninja, oh, and okay. you just like click like Add to OBS, and it gives you like a link at the top, and then you add like oh, that cool. link to like the source in OBS, so then that source is just like your camera, and that's oh, what it's cool. going live. The only problem is like if you get disconnected or something like in the middle of it, it's like a pain to like because every time you restart Reconnect, it, it's yeah. like a new link, so you'd have to change the okay. link in OBS. That's what happened like halfway through is like oh, it got disconnected. Yeah. But learning this is like we could use like five different cell phones with like all their own sources and then go one, two, three, four, five like on the live stream. Oh, so then yeah. you're just like you're pinging around the entire ghost light at the same time, which would be pretty cool. <sighs> Damn, That's so cool. that is cool. <laughs> I wanna I wanna figure out a way to like like stream it like an event like an Oscars or something mm-hmm. where like you see like like the crowd and stuff and yeah like, so that, that that's something like we could look back like the second annual stories and like third yeah. or fourth you know and like it's like the whole thing and you get to see like all the cameras I just don't know how the audio portion of that would work without mm-hmm. getting like feedback yeah that's but I think true. that'd be cool it would definitely would be really to cool. like save the stream and go back and be like hey look at this is what like was winning this is that people's reactions sweet. that could be fun definitely oh yeah get some like, and, like, good you, crowd moments you yeah. guys will be up there announcing awards next year and stuff too so yeah yeah that'll be fun to do hopefully yeah i know dj said he doesn't want to host it forever so. yeah <laughs> yeah we get different people every time. Oh yeah, that would be get the Lottie and Bernice here where they're hosting the oh, stars. Oh my God, that would be chaos. Oh, Everybody be getting slapped, not just <laughs> Chris Rock, not anything like After that. After they win like Best Actresses next year, that they'll be 
hosting at the third year. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about what we came to talk about today. Because we're 15 minutes in. We haven't, we haven't touched do it. our topic. All right. Well, Tyler's been... tuning out. Bye, Tyler. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. That's, whatever. We don't need He's his He's a view. loser. He doesn't want to talk about the big topic today. Um, so we touched on last week in our preview that we're talking we're doing a deep dive into Avatar again today. We've done a couple of deep dives on the show, but we Ben and I never tire of talking about I don't Avatar think it's possible. and yeah. in like the different lore things behind it too. Uh so first and foremost, did you watch it um while it was on the air or after it was on the air? I can't remember. I I think I started seeing it like when it was it was running repeats. Because it came out in 2006. Yes, right? I believe so. So I would have been four. Um, so I definitely saw it like on, on repeats. Um, and I remember, I think the first episode I might have seen was uh, Ember Island Players at my friend's house. I think it was just on, and I was like, oh shit, this looks cool. Oh my God. Maybe. Such a good episode. That, that's just like one of the early memories I have. But then I remember it would be summer, and it would be like 3 a.m., and I would wake up, and I would go downstairs. And like go to like some like pirate website of that had like all the Avatar episodes on demand, and I would watch through the whole the whole thing like in the middle of summer, in the middle of the night. Like I would just get up and like I would start watching it. And oh, it's the best! Yeah, and I, I remember just loving it. Those old when you had like on demands for that late that that was one of the best times to be alive because you could just catch on up on things whenever. Yeah. And especially those late nights. I know you were, like, very prone to that, too. I would come home very late some nights and see you just passed out on our couch. Glass is still on, of course. Of course. Uh, uh, Watching just whatever. It would probably... I remember a lot of those nights it was Nicktoons. The like off, yeah. it was like the offshoot of Nickelodeon, yeah. but they played like all the classics. That's that's the only channel I could see. Uh, yeah, Airbender on. Yeah, but I that think was that was because it's like it. more mature. Like that was like where the more mature stuff, like it's, Degrassi and stuff. I think were that's on. True. Yeah, Degrassi was on because like Nickelodeon. I, I think they just wanted for like just kids, or maybe they rebranded it at some point, like to make yeah. that change. But when I was watching it, it was just like Nicktoons was like the more like. Yeah. Mature stuff. Mm-hmm. Mature, yeah. Yeah, we That's had a, we had similar experiences in some ways. So we didn't have cable growing up. And then, uh, what, like, we got it later on. But in the meantime, we would get DVDs from the library of it. So yeah. we just saw it one day. And, like, you know, you hear about it in passing or whatever. Yeah, but I was, was going to ask, how did we even I don't know. It? We, we just kind of stumbled upon I it. I think one we day. just kind of stumbled upon it. You guys would get random things sometimes. Yeah, so we, uh, we would dive into whatever. And it happened to be like the second disc of the first season. So mm-hmm. the first episode we ever uh, watched was uh, The King of Omashu. Okay. Uh, yes, which is that's a fantastic true. episode. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we started from there, which we didn't miss much looking back at it. No. And mm. we kind of picked up puzzle pieces from that. So like from there, we would jump like kind of mid-season and then like season two and then back mm. to like that. So we got the full scale of things without watching it in order. And then we ended up having access to it later on. Did the discs have the previously on Avatars too? 
Did they yes. have those? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I mean that helps Previously too. And everything. That's mm-hmm. a great feature, and I, I love that. It is. I rewatched it on Netflix these past couple of days, and I would skip the intro because mm-hmm. it's like a two minute intro mm-hmm. between like the previously and stuff. But I, every once in a while, like for a big episode, I, I'd watch the previously on Avatar mm-hmm. just for the nostalgia. It's oh yeah, hearing Roku's voice and seeing the flashbacks—it's so fun. Oh, and, such a cool touch. Yeah, and him I, do especially it. for like a kid show in like 2006. That that seems like I mean that. That that's pretty like advanced. Like, that's high have, like, level. Yeah, flashbacks every episode. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and so like this is what's going on. This is what you need to know. Like I don't know. Yeah, it was very uh, linear, which was very different than anything Nickelodeon was doing, especially at that time. There was yes. there was some kind of linear things in, but for the most part, everything was goofy as far as their cartoon stuff. This was yeah, the first one that kind of had a pa- direct path that it followed. Mm-hmm. wasn't just some like, you know, I can turn on any episode of Fairly Odd Parents, yeah, and I'm immediately caught up on oh, it's fine. Oh, they have a kid now. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, like that. Th- like that oh, that kind a dog of thing. Now? Okay, right. Exactly. Like oh, oh, yeah. these things are a little different. Oh, Patrick has his own show now. Oh, yeah. Weird <laughs> with, with it. Like uh, the those types of things you don't have to. But when you know you jump like we did at some points where it would be like we're in season two and you're like. Oh, where did Toph come from? Oh, okay. This uh, this person yeah. kind of disappeared for a little bit or whatever. We yeah. did kind of stick to the timeline pretty There well, was, though. at one point, I do remember getting very thrown off because we got, I don't think we saw, no, there, it was like the final half of season three mm-hmm. and we got like, we watched the first disc, and that's when the island is being attacked, or uh, the fire, the Western Air Temple. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, attacked. yeah, yeah. And then Zuko's there and just working beside them. I'm like, spoilers. What? <laughs> when yeah, did right. this happen? <laughs> like, how did that? Uh, wait, wait, we're here. Yeah. Now? Wait, what is happening? I overheard somebody talking about it. Actually, I think he was sitting at the same table I was sitting at at lunch in high school, my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Had was talking about um, the eclipse and how Zuko told his father that he was switching. So when that happened, when we watched that disc, I had already known oh, in a way, but I didn't want to tell you guys either because I wanted to just it to just See, be organic. Yeah. But I, I like right at the beginning of the pandemic, I rewatched it with uh, my wife and. I think it might have been the first time I've really, like, sat and watched everything back to back to back to back and actually in order and seeing, like, the timeline of everything. When it first came to Netflix, that's when I did it. Yeah. We had had Netflix on the Wii, so I I was so excited when it came to Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had gotten the Blu-ray, the collector's edition, edition, like, like a year or two before because I wanted to rewatch it. I don't have a Blu-ray player, so I couldn't play. Oh, it. I thought I would play it on my computer, but it didn't. So I was like, "Oh, well, if I guess I can't watch." It. I still have not like been able to watch those discs. <laughs> I think they had like the. Do you remember the the, the like commentating notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that would yeah. air once in a while on Nicktoons. I think it has that. I want to watch it like that version, but I, I got to get a Blu-ray that. player. So I didn't appreciate those as a kid. I really want to watch them now and see what they have to say. Yeah, some yeah, of the, I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> some some of them were definitely really really interesting as far as like creative process and what they pulled from and mm-hmm. it's 
when when you see how they do the movement style in that show and how it's so based off of like martial arts and tai chi and like very specific movement um oh um the uh southern raiders episode where they meet bato mm-hmm. for the first time um and they're facing off against june they have that sequence where Aang and Zuko are fighting on the well. Yes. And the footwork that they're showing in that is so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so. And martial arts is my, – my three, like, top sports is, like, mixed martial arts, then uh, baseball, then football. It, it goes in that order. So it's – I have a very high appreciation for, like, the footwork and specific detail they do for certain things. Yeah. And man, it's just it's so awesome. Even the way in uh one of the first episodes where uh Iro just waits and listens uh while they're doing the Agni Kai with Zhao and Zuko mm-hmm. and then steps in between them when he knows but, enough is enough yes. and someone's being on fire, waits, listens, and then uses earth bending to just stand his ground. Yeah. And like kind of force him back in that way without even using it yeah there's shades of how cool that dude is from the beginning dude, he knows what's up yeah there's there's the uh, uh not not really a theory because it is um people say that iroh is also the avatar without having to do bending because mm-hmm. he learned about what it is to be an earthbender and a waterbender and an airbender and then just applied that to his own fighting style yeah. instead and how he acts. I mean, he's the spirit world ambassador yeah. for Earth. <laughs> is now. he the ambassador? Basically, I, I mean, he lives yeah, out there. He does live there. Like, but it's not like he's talking to people. you know. No, but like it, he he's the Earth candidate. That's yeah, just that's chilling true. out there. Like he's vibing, he's Earth's ambassador to the spirit world. Dude. If you if you're thinking it of that in, in that sense, I wish him and Zuko reunited. Yeah, but they that have their shades sweet. of like talking back and forth with that too. I don't know. Yes. It, it that definitely would have been really cool. Um. Okay. So <laughs> we're getting like way too ahead of ourselves <laughs> with that. Um. What Bender? tribe do you associate yourself with the most and um what character do you associate yourself with the most because that could be two different like it doesn't necessarily have to be a bender for the character like it could I, be a totally different tribe or i always felt like i'd be a firebender i could that, see that for sure yeah i don't know that's just i vibe with the firebenders um so i i, I sort of associate with that but Character-wise, I don't know. As a kid, Aang was always my boy. Yeah, oh, loved yeah. Aang, and I, I don't know. He was the protagonist, so like I, I, I was I was linked with him. But like, I mean, obviously Zuko is yeah, a fantastic Zuko. character. I wouldn't really associate because I don't think anyone has gone through what Zuko went through. But like, I don't know. He's just such a fantastic character. Yeah, goaded. Yeah, for sure. Uh, ben, I don't know if I've ever asked you that. I th- I think no, we've talked you, about you it. You assigned maybe. me one because uh, I forgot who we had on. It was Tyler and someone else, but you assigned us all who you thought. Would who be. I thought? Oh yeah, so we yeah. did it on Eat Sleep List then. 
Was it right? on Eve Sleep With? Because that was, that was the Superpowers episode. Oh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's true. I, I don't know... I don't know what element I would be, because they're all so cool and so unique. Um, I think I would probably... I would love to airbend because flying would be just amazing. I, I yeah, I could see you as an airbender too because I because I associate with airbenders most. I feel like I would just like that's love, always that would how be I've been. so cool. I I would love to be Earth though. That would be cool as well. It's just I'm not I'm not like strong and steady like Earthbenders. That's why I'm trying to face. So I would probably either be water or air because they're very just more go with the flow. I'm pretty sure in the the fictional characters list we did when I did Eat Sleep List yeah. that I said that I associate with most. I think I named Aang as my number one. The I'm person... pretty sure I did, like that was it. He, I don't know. He's always every one of those characters is so it, relatable mm. in yes. certain ways. And that's what's so good about the show is you find yourself a little bit in each of them. Except but like Katara. No, even Katara. I just can't. Sometimes it gets annoying. I lost my mother that day. Okay, we know. But I, it's but it's grief. It's a grief element that certain people like can't move on from. And she she did spend a lot of she spends a lot of the show living in what she thought her mother's image would be if her mother was still alive. I saw something on Reddit like a day or two ago where it listed every episode that she doesn't mention her mother in any, any way, shape, or form. And I think it was 49 out of the 61 episodes she doesn't mention her mother. <laughs> oh. so there's only 12 episodes okay, in the entire yeah. series where she mentions her mother. So it's it's just funny how like that we latch on to like these yeah. like those narratives those narratives yeah it's like she really doesn't mention her mother that much but like I guess the episode she does it's probably just like heavy focus on the mother and that's mm-hmm. where like the narrative that's comes true. from that's but true. it's it's just funny that that's how like we perceive it it does <laughs> it's these tropes it's not until she bloodbends until where she really separates herself from that image yes. for the first time. Like that's the first time where she really like, like where she bloodbends Hama or where she where she bloodbends blood no when Raiders. she bloodbends Hama because she had to use violence to put somebody down she was forced to do it and that was something like is, is she always had this like no we have to be nonviolent we have to be peaceful there's other ways to to do that. But she, in order to really become a master bender and, like, she had to use an element against somebody that she, like, she felt deep regret in doing that. And that's some past Avatar life shit, too. Like, people, like, have had, like, we've seen that, that people have had regrets as Avatars in the past. That's true. Being like, yeah, I should have made this move different. Except for, um, for Kiyoshi. Who's just like, I'll do it again if I had Yeah, she was like, I'll, I'll kill him if I had to. Kyoshi's my favorite Avatar of all. That's one of my favorite. When he goes on trial as Kyoshi's one of my favorite episodes ever because he's trying to defend himself the whole time. And then she pops up and she's like, yeah, I did it and I'll do it again. Dude, and then leaves. <laughs> Unhinged, dude. At the same time, she didn't, though. He just didn't move. 
Yeah, but in in the in retrospect, she did say if it came to that, yeah. I would have been willing. Yeah, she, she did. She, she said she'd she do it again. Yeah. She in uh, uh, the son's comment part when he's talking to, to Kiyoshi, she's like, "Yeah, oh, I would have yeah. killed him. Yeah, yeah exactly. If he would have showed up, I would have killed him. Kill him. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it's like okay." That's that's why I like Aang so much. Like that's a different part of the series, but he he was taught by a code, and he does not stray from that the entire time. And that's like that's some Batman shit too. And that's why I like Batman so much is because like there's a code that he follows that he's never broken in like the seventy five years that he's existed or whatever. Uh, but. Aang literally gets told, like, yeah, that's the only way. It's the only, like, literally the whole universe tells him that it's the only way. And he still finds another way. (laughs) Like, that, that's, that's so crazy. He just kind of came to terms with it. He's like, okay, I'm really going to have to kill this guy. And then he realizes he's on the lion turtle and he's like, Everyone, including my past lives, is telling me I have to take this life, but that's not what I'm trained to do. What do I do? And then he just casually gives him the power to... Yeah. But it, <laughs> ben Powers. It's cool when he gets the Avatar state back, like, um, during the fight with Sozin, or uh, Ozai. He, yeah. He, like, the, he's not in control anymore. And, like, because I, I watched it last night. It's, like, it is literally every Avatar from the beginning. And, like, when he tra- traps Ozai... He's like, y- you and your forefathers. He's talking like, it's like all the yeah, avatars. That's, yeah. all the avatars. And every attack, like when he's chasing Ozai, he is trying to kill him. Yeah. Like any, like he's like doing yeah. airbending that like is eviscerating like these giant rock pillars. If Ozai gets hit by anything, he's, yeah. he's eviscerated. He's, dude. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, like he, yeah. he's not, he's, he was not like trying to trap him in that moment. Like he wasn't in control. He's trying to kill him. Yeah. Like you could just tell like. There's the one he was scene about to die. where the entire rock almost just smashes. Yeah, he's out. throwing yeah. everything he has, like like spike rocks, like just everything, yeah. all the most powerful elements, and he he's going to kill. Yeah, and they do and, such they do such a good job transitioning that too by showing all the avatars like for the pet like activate when his yes. chi avatar yeah. and like that's such a cool it's such a well done moment they transition everything so so carefully Mm -hmm. there's such attention to detail in everything they do and yeah even with all the avatars controlling him he's still like nah yeah he's like i'm not gonna do that yeah Yeah. everyone else is like we're gonna we're gonna take you down ozai and then he's just like nah (laughs) he's like literally the whole universe is telling me to kill you and i'm not gonna kill you (laughs) and then it's just like instead just gonna make you powerless and what's cool too during the ozai fight is that he he beats ozai without the avatar state when when ozai shoots that lightning at him he could have just he could have shot it back and killed him right then and there yeah Yeah. and he just chose not to like that he he had him beat yeah Yeah, and ozai is literally i love that because ozai is standing there pretty much in defeat in that moment he's like fear in his eyes i'm done yeah Yeah, he's like i can't get out of here i'm done for for a couple reasons too like there, there's that scene so layered when he realizes <laughs> that one Aang could direct light, uh, redirect lightning. Two, there's only one person that possibly could have taught him how to yeah. redirect mm-hmm. the lightning. And three, that Zuko did exactly what he told him he was going to do. And like that, just the layers of that alone are mm-hmm. so good. 
Oh, so well done. Thank you, Mark Hamill. Thank you, Mark Hamill. I love Mark Hamill. The goat. Oh, he's such a good actor. It's also cool that you don't see Ozai's face until the third season. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I was trying to think of when you saw it in season two. Oh, no. They show, like, half his faces in flashbacks. You see it once in season two when it's... Oh, wait. They like oh, no, never mind. That's in season three. Yeah. I was thinking about when he was having the dream. Yeah. I always, th- I always think that war is in season two. I oh, don't know yeah. Why. I think they showed it in The Awakening or the second episode, maybe. But in um, Zuko... Oh, even then, I don't think... In Zuko do. alone, uh, they show, like, the flashback of him, like, in front of Azula. Yeah, and it's but just, they, they, like, they his sh- mouth. They show his mouth, yeah. and then they, like... When it when he's in the background, they like blur yeah. his face a little, and then in the awakening is when Zuko like walks into the room with him or whatever, or Zula's in the room, then the fire palace, that's room, and right. then we see his face. Yeah, that's right. But I think that that's cool that like they that's don't show right because he goes welcome. Yeah, yes. and that's the first time you see it. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, they they do such a good job in keeping that mystery and keeping you really hooked on, like, when's this guy going to, like, actually, when are we going to see him? Like, see him, see him. I wonder if that's to, like, to, like, not, like, humanize him, maybe. Like, to try and keep him as, like, this, like, just, you think of Ozai and you think of an evil person. Yeah, you don't, true. You don't see yeah. his eyes, you don't see his face. Very good. So you just think, like, okay, the, the viewer is, like, thinking, like, he's got to be, like, this evil person. Then you see him, and he still looks evil, but, like... But he's I don't just, know. He, he, he looks like human. a normal, yeah. It looks just like Almost. a normal person. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> holy shit! This show is so good. It's man. so good. Um, a favorite episode? Do you have one off the top of your oh, head? I love the Ember Island players. I that that's such a good <laughs> You're episode. About that, yeah. That's such a good episode. episode I so I love good. how we want to do uh, the boy in the iceberg in in the ghost light. And we gotta, I would love to do the boy god. in the iceberg. You gotta adapt it. I would. That'd be so funny. I would kill to do that. That'd like, be such a fun play. No one would come to see it. No one would come to see it. I if don't someone know. did come to see it, they wouldn't laugh at the jokes. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know like, what? If they mean... if they knew what we were doing, yeah, that's the only thing. Is like if we could like market it, like yeah, maybe because it... it because if it's like like even if we like recreated the poster in a way, yeah. That'd and people so and we just we just like advertise it to like specific fan bases We'd and they like look at it, it and they go there's no way like that they're doing this the hardest... they come like having bad effects right in your yeah. face like cuz we could do like certain good effects too but we could have bad effects right in the face of like yeah. certain things and yeah the oh, only tough part man. about that is we literally would have to write some of the, the scenes. No, you'd have to write a lot of the yeah, scenes. Yeah, we'd have to it's write a, a It's a three-act play, and we only see, like, yeah. ten minutes of it. We'd have to write a lot oh, of material. Lot but, I mean, of, yeah. I, there's a lot of, like, stuff to work off, so I feel like you can make, like, a semi-faithful, like, interpretation of everything that happens. Yeah, because, like, what are they... Oh, my God. If, like... <laughs> if they did something with, like, a full, like, pirate musical number... Yeah. Like, from the Pirates of the First. And, like, I'm thinking of, like, time yep. fillers now that you can, like, throw well, in there to do Yeah, you, like I mean, that. you could definitely do a lot. Like, they, they skip over a lot of, like, the, the first season. They, all that they really focus is, like, the Blue Spirit, uh, mm. the Siege of the North, that sort of stuff. I am the Blue Spirit! <laughs> yeah, and, and Zuko's standing right there looking at him, like, yeah, okay. Like, uh... So badass. <laughs> 
I that mm. I love that. There's so many good episodes, but I think the Blue Spirit is my favorite episode. Blue Spirit's a really good episode. So great, and it's so good. The way they and then the twist of just realizing it's Zuko. Yeah, yeah. It's Zuko. After the first time you see it, you're like, "What was he doing? Was he taking it for, for himself? Was he trying to save him? What the hell was and going then, on?" And then that's where the seed is planted, where they could finally be allies yeah. one day. Because he Aang says it right said, there. Yeah, that was, yeah. he says to him, "Do you think if you grew up in a different time, we would you, we would be friends?" And then he just shoots fire at him, and Aang runs off. That was like one of the first times Julie was like, "Is he going to team up with them eventually?" I was like, "Just watch the show. Just keep watching." Yeah. When you really realize it could happen is when they all corner Azula. <laughs> that was a cool scene. Yeah, that that's was a, a cool, very scene. cool scene. But then Zuko turns on Aang at the end of the scene, and well, he's just, I think like, he's, no, he's no, more just frustrated uh, in the chase, or yeah, or not in the chase, not at. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't. The, I wasn't. I didn't mean at the end of the scene. I meant at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, or or it turns on Iroh. I should yeah, say. I see. Yeah. Didn't yeah. turn on Aang, but turn on Iroh, which is heartbreaking. Oh, heartbreaking. Iroh could have taken all of them too. Like all of them. when when he's like, oh, I'll hold them off as yeah. long as I can, and then they go at the waterfall and he just stops. He could have taken yeah, everyone. He just and just yeah. He could have. He could have easily yeah, yeah. wiped out <laughs> Azula, Zuko, and all the Earthbenders, and he would have been fine. God. It's like it's the same where. Like, uh, Boomy just was waiting for the right day to escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, didn't cover his face so he could still earthbend. I love <laughs> What a G. <laughs> I love Iroh, though, because he's so gentle and everything like that. But he has that dark side. Yeah. And my favorite, where you can really see it. It doesn't show there, but it's when... Uh, the one female guard is bringing him food, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're so nice to me. You know, you look a little tired today. Yeah. I think you should take the rest yeah, of the day that. off. And she's like, what? No, I feel fine. And he's like, trust me, you do not want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. And then, yeah, and then he breaks out, and the one guy was like, he was like a one-man army. And it's like, yep, that's Iroh. <laughs> You, Dra- Dragon of the West. Do you think Dragon he was like still a good person during his siege of Bossing, say like when Zuko was a kid? Or was he do you think he no. he became a good person after that? I think after his son died is Yeah, he, that's what I was gonna say. I because think if he would have taken died. if uh, Lieutenant didn't die and he take he take uh Congress Bonsai say he becomes the Fire Lord. Mm-hmm. So like if he was a good person, like he could have like naturally just restored the balance. Because, like I mean He's obviously like a lot better than the Nozai. Yeah, I don't think he was like yeah. ruthless. Yeah, like oh, that's the yeah. thing. I think he was definitely bad, but I don't think he was like a ruthless. But that's the thing person. too. Like, I don't was he was he dragon of the west when he when he was doing the siege of Bossing Say? Because like, if he yes. was, then yeah. that means he yeah. protected the dragons before that. So like, he was still a good person. Like that's then. true. Yeah, I was gonna say because I don't. That might be a good point. That's a good point, because I always thought what happened was his son died, and he kind of had a journey like Zuko mm-hmm. did of, like, self-inner conflict. Yeah, but I guess he had a code, to too. Dragon. Yeah. That's I guess he I just, I guess he did have, like, a code with the spirits. of He always understood you never mess with that. Yeah. Like, you never That's mess true. with the spirit. He always, always understood that. So he always had, like, limits to what he would do. 
But yeah, I really think Luten really made him get out of like the war aspect of everything. Yeah. I I think he might have been like half in, half out at that point, but then that just totally drove him out. Cuz if he were Fire Lord, I think it would have been different. Yes. Okay, then is that the saddest episode of the show? Which? Um, Tales of Bossing Tales Say. Tales of Bossing Say. Is that the saddest episode of the show? Uh, I feel like the context of Mako dying too adds to it. Yeah, I think but that it, adds it, it, to it. And then it, not it only sad. that, you also get the episode with Momo, which is also at the end is very sad. You know, because yes. he's just looking for Appa, and then he ends up sleeping in his footprint. Natalie cannot watch Appa's last days. She she cries every that, time. Yeah, I that I was gonna throw up there as one of the saddest ones. Um, they do they have a really good Katara moment with her dad in the first episode of the third season. Yeah, where she's like, "Why did you leave? Like you left? Like you just left? Like and that? Oh, and yeah, in the but, first episode. Yeah, yeah, but after that buildup of them being away from each other for so long, you expect it, it was nice that it wasn't like, oh my god, we're immediately reunited, like that, like everything's good. Yeah, like she she had to cope too. There was a lot everybody was coping with through the whole series. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aang being damn near dead, dead. Yes, being dead, mm-hmm. coming back. Never actually say, yeah, saying was, every word other than dead. He was practically in a comatose state at that point. Nick, he, no, he, 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 says, he says at the beginning of the third season, he was like, he was like it was more than... He, well, he, he died, like, and then like when she revived yeah, him, when, then yeah. he was that's in a coma. What I was, yeah. yeah, when she revived him, that's when, yeah, he was just in a comatose yeah. state do after you, that. Do you think that, like... Oh. Uh, if Azula did kill him, like that would have like screwed up the Fire Nation's plan, or do you think they just would have wiped out everyone anyways? Because like he would have been reborn into a, a waterbender, waterbender. Yeah. But like by the time he would have been able to, it would have been think, like sixteen yeah. years later. They probably would have just kept going. wiped out the mass genocide for everyone. But even then, he would have had to do the Earthbenders first, and then the Waterbenders, so that it would have gone straight to Firebender. Maybe. 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 I don't know. I feel like. Who knows that could what have been a bad side effect of killing Aang. Yeah, but who knows what would have I don't know. I think he would have destroyed the Earth Kingdom anyways because like they they were having that trouble with um with mm-hmm. Bossing Say mm-hmm. during the war meeting they're like Oh yeah, that's They're like uh we can't get k- k- control of the city cuz they keep rebelling. So I was like, "All right, let's fucking kill them all." Yeah. So I think it would have been something like that where they would have just had to kill them all anyways. Definitely. But if not, maybe there's another avatar. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to tell with that. So the real question is: Do you think? Do you think it was weak of Aang to run away at first and not stay? Do you think he should have stayed instead of ending up getting trapped up for a hundred? No, oh. if he if he ran, he would have died, or if he would have stayed, he would have died, and it it was just part of like the destiny. Yeah, yeah, they they it, they would have killed him for sure if he stayed, because mm-hmm. um, he didn't know anything. And if you think about it, Gyatso was going to get him out anyway. Yeah, because where would he have gone? Because um, remember they have uh, yeah, d- d- who knows where he would have gone at that point? But um, when Ang runs away. 
there's that scene where Gyatso comes into his room to mm-hmm. go get him, and he says, I'm not going to let them take you from me take you from me uh, so he was going to try and get him out anyway so who knows so. maybe he maybe he just ships him away to like the water tribe and or something he's able like to that master and water he's, there and he's able yeah, to like he's gonna go say, after the water do you, tribe do you think well, yeah cuz weren't they going to take him somewhere to start training but it, yeah who knows though Giazzo would have known something no they were going to take would've... him to another air temple remember oh, he's that's like right. you're going to go to this right. air temple to start your air <laughs> oh, training oh that's right that's right yeah that's they were going to take him over there. So who knows? Maybe they put him with the Water Tribe. If he went to the Water Tribe, then I feel like they have a chance because by the time Sozin wipes out all of the airbenders, the comet's going to be gone and killing, like, he won't be able to kill all the Water me- Tribe members, mm. nor would he know if the Avatar was dead or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he, who knows? Maybe he gets him uh, to an earlier, like, Sex of the White Lotus. In some way, yeah, maybe, maybe he knows because it's Gyatso. Like That's he true. had to have known. Like it, it, there, there had to be lots of reasons for. Yeah, I don't know. So now my next question is: Do you think? Do you think uh, Sozin was stronger, or do you think Ozai was stronger? Probably Ozai. I don't know. From what we see of Sozin, it seems like. Like, Roku can kick his ass. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty much peak Ozai we're watching, too. Yeah. You know. Espe- yeah, especially because Ozai is, like... More ruthless, He's yeah. He's ruthless, so he's beefing himself he up Sozin's to be, like, a killer, too. Yeah. And doesn't doesn't he end up killing Sozin? He kills uh, Zulan, or he has Oh, Ursa. Zulan, that's right. That's he has right. Ursa do it. Yes, yes, that's right. And that's the whole thing with Zuko's mom. Yeah, yeah leaving. Yeah, because mm. she had to protect. Mm-hmm. Mm. He he was gonna kill Zuko. Like, dude, you gotta you gotta chill. Yeah, yeah, he's gotta chill. Ugh. God, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But it probably, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> oh, that whole family is such a mess. Except Dyrell is a mess. Then, like how they talk about in uh, the beach episode so we had i had a whole debate on this other show on our network called anime made me do it where in, in one of those their their earlier episodes where we talked to avatar because we were all fans of it yeah but we like kind of debated on whether or not it was an anime or, or not it's not we came to that it's conclusion not. because by definition anime is like japanese style cartoon so we were like by definition it, it's not mm-hmm. like we have to put it there but one of the major points we brought up is how it has a beach episode, and every anime has yeah, a beach yeah, episode in episode. some way. Um, but they talk about Azula talks about in that episode a little bit how they put her in a mental a mental institution when she was a kid. Yeah. So like in the beach episode, yeah, she touches on that a little bit. Like it's one of her lines in that. Let me find the exact one. Are you talking about when they're sitting around the campfire? Yes, yeah. right? I don't think she says that. She say says that? so. Hold on. I thought she said something like... The, um, the Royal Royal Academy for Girls or something. I thought... Uh, I don't know. Oh, is that when... Does she say something about her mother sending her off, and then after she says, my mom thought I, my own mom thought I was a monster? Yeah. And then she goes, she was right, of course, but it still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And then that is sad, though, because then you get later on in the season. Um, she 
<clears throat> she loses it. Yeah. yeah, and she was like, "You always thought I was a monster," and then she was like, "No, I always thought you were beautiful, mm-hmm. my daughter." And then she just snaps. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she says something about like being in like some kind of school like that Damn. during one of those episodes. But yeah, you, you can tell too with her psychotic break at the end of the series, mm-hmm. which if she was composed. She destroys all of them every day of the week. I don't know. I, I, she's I feel like, so good. I feel like Zuko, even if she was 100% pro- like with what he went through and like having the purifier bending, I think he probably would have been able to take her. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Katara had her at the uh, during the Crossroads of Destiny in the Earth Kingdom. Oh yeah, she had that's her. True. She she got her with like both the water things, and Zuko broke up with the water. She she had her yeah. beat. That's true. So That's like, yeah, really Katara did have her number the entire time. She had her time. number, and then then Zuko came in and, and ruined it for her. But <laughs> mm-hmm. she would have she would have been toast. But then he redeems himself by taking the lightning for her. Yeah, so. like that's. Good, a good redeemable moment from Zuko. But I think I think he would have been okay anyways. And once, that's true. That's true. Once uh, Mantile betrayed her, I think she just she just yeah, lost it. She really yeah, broke the three of them that. as a unit were so good. That was one of the best parts and that, of the show. That was cool too because you kind of see May starting to turn already. Yeah. But then Ty Lee betrays her. It's like, what is going on? Yeah. But the boiling rock part one and two are I love such that. underrated episodes. They're so every They're episode fun. can be thrown up there as underrated. I really love season three. Oh, it's so season good. And I feel like a lot of people say season three is their least favorite. What? I think. I don't know. That's like what I, I feel like I hear a lot. I don't know. Online. I, 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 I I've heard that season too. season two is the best, but. I, I've heard that too, but I I disagree with that. I think it just gets better with each I season. really like season three. I feel I really like it's like, it. like once, once uh, the day of Black Sun hits, it's like, it's just nonstop cooking. Oh, Black yeah. Sun they just go crazy amazing. for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Sparky, so Sparky, good. Boom Man. Dude, a great I, yeah, I love Sparky, Sparky, Boom Man. <laughs> So good. And they never explain him either within that show, and you're like... He's just, yeah. the hell? Yeah. Like, where did you come from and now? you know what? I'm a little upset that Cora brought it back and explained what it was. I would have been fine if they brought it back, but the mystery element to what the hell is that is just kind of like... It's just there, you know? Yeah. And then they, like... What do they call it? Like mental firebending, something like that. Something and I was like, like, "Come on, I don't, I don't care for that. I liked it when it was just he Sparky, shoots, Sparky boom, yeah, man. he shoots this beam out of his head. I don't know, like Red that. Lotus forever for me, like that. The Red Lotus is oh, Red Lotus so is, good. The, the, Red the, the way they right. suffocate that girl with by throwing the thing on her head. The, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot about. Oh that. my god, so good taking the taking the Earth Queen's air out of her body. Well, like, I like the Red Lotus, but Zaheer is the top dog. Like he's yeah, just um, he's the best villain they ever made in that series. Yeah, I don't God, know. he was sweet. I, I did like Amon. Amon, was I did cool. like Amon too. Amon was cool. It's just it turned dumb when you find out all he was doing was bloodbending. Yeah, yeah, but like I, so, I mean, it, could, it didn't did make sense ever, for him to be an energy bender either. Did they ever really explain how he was able to take the ability away? I think they said he was like blocking the. He was using the blood bending to like block the, the cheese chi or something. Yeah, maybe okay. that makes more sense. Yeah, that like they couldn't be connected I, to their. From what bending. I remember, I think mm-hmm. that's what it was. 
Yeah, that was that was interesting. I don't know. We finally got Aang back for a second as an old man in that season. That was weird. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, and then they make him older when he visits Tenzin. I was like, why is he so old? I so one of my favorite like under underappreciated episodes is the one where uh, Aang's just fighting to get sleep the whole time. Like, and can't because he's just nonstop trading. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, like, that whole oh, sequence with oh, Appa yeah. talking will Nightmare always get Dirty Dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he's just standing on, like, his like on his hind legs. He's got a samurai outfit. You've the got to take care of yourself. <laughs> Baby, you're my forever girl. Like, it's just well, those... that That was funny. So, Casey had never seen the show. We were watching that together. And that episode comes on, and that scene's happening, and she's like, is this, are they really kissing? And that's when he goes, baby, you're my forever girl, and does that smooch face. He was, she was like, okay, this is a dream. <laughs> and so living underwater. Yeah, living underwater. <laughs> Sounds neat. Sounds neat. It's so uh, good. There's so many great episodes. But that's that's why we debated so much on if it was an anime or not, though, because it has those elements within it. Yeah. Where it's just those, like, weird, goo- like, the face styles, too, mm-hmm. that they throw in. Like, like just- the, the really angry face. When they're, like, in Susan's uh, Comet Part 1 where they're looking for Aang or whatever, and, like, they, they come up to the oh, to, to the actress yeah. who plays Aang, and it's it's Katara and Suki, I think. They have the, the, the big animated face. Yeah. Like, oh, when they're yeah. all angry. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, okay. True. I can see where you got the inspiration from. Avatar State, yep, yep. <laughs> Even like they do a they do a great one um, in the the episode where they're all scheming and they're trying to get Toph and uh, Katara to hang out again, and Katara ends up using her sweat to break out of jail. Yeah, oh, when she yeah. says, "Actually, I want to pull I want to pull one more scheme with you or something," and egg and yeah, that... like their faces go full on anime mm-hmm. for a second at that moment. I, I love Aang and Sokka's relationship, and we don't oh see God. we don't see a lot I of it. But like, th- they're just like stupid brothers, and like, so stupid. Yeah. I, know, I forget the episode, but Sokka's like, "Oh, you could do some like spirit magic," where it goes, "Ooh, oh yeah," and Aang comes over and he's like, "Oh no, I think it's more like ooh, yeah. <laughs> like just stupid stuff like that." It's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. I don't think I ever said that. Uh, that's who I relate to the most. Is Sokka. Sokka. I, I love yeah, I see that. Sokka's he's funny, my man. Favorite character. He's, he's so funny. Just so great. Yeah, he's so funny. And then, in a world full of benders, he's just he's just trying to make it by, you know. And then he ends up meeting Aang and getting dragged into this whole thing. And through that, he becomes one of the most like brilliant military leaders <laughs> ever which is just insane it's uh i love Sokka though he's yeah by he loses his sword though I'm, I'm sad he's he lost his sword Sweet i always hope he would like find it or something yeah oh my like, god it just goes flying off and that's it it would have been cool if like Toph was like hey Sokka," and then just had the sword yeah, she could, like, she, find i'm sure it. she could feel it somewhere yeah. you know oh, maybe man. got sucked into the ocean when Aang Put out the forest probably, fires. Probably, yeah, that's true. probably something like that. Sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was. I love. Loses that boomerang. Sword. Loses that sword. Yeah. 
Just everything oh, goes. Oh, he did lose the boomerang too. That's right. Well, that's everything. Because maybe there's, there's that joke that uh, David, did the boomerang come back? Yeah. And he's like, no, Suki did. <laughs> no, Suki did. Well, in the Avatar Day episode, he doesn't have his boomerang. Oh and, and yeah. And so he's talking about how he, he's lost his identity. Oh, so maybe that's yes. it's like a callback to that, and it's like he doesn't need it. Yeah. He, like he has his own identity point. now, that's and that's what they're point. symbolizing. It's I like his boomerang. Uh, I like his sword. I love the boomerang, the sword. They're just they're when awesome. when if they're hanging there, and he's like, "I'm not sure we're gonna make it out of this one, Toph." And Toph's holding him. Yeah. I always just think about the fact that like she can feel if people are lying or not. So in that moment, she knows he's telling. God's honest truth that they're not making it yeah. out. Yeah, that's oh, it's such a that's brutal true. scene. And then Suki gets him. Yeah, and then Suki. Okay, so what's a scene that's like sad but underrated? <clears throat> underrated? That yeah, that's like not talked about enough. Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, there because there are sad episodes, but there are certain ones that are just that hit me especially. So if you guys saw, so I'll, I'll give you guys a minute to think. Mine personally is when it's Lake Lao Guy mm-hmm. when um, Ang is looking for Appa and they open the door and Appa's there and it's Zuko instead. And then Iroh finds Zuko and gives him the whole speech. To, yeah. Uh, you need to find your own destiny. And that one That's hits a good me. one. That one hits me every time. I just love I love everything about that moment. Because it makes me that's like I said before, it made me think Iroh has been through this kind of conflict. Yeah. He knows what Zuko is going through, and he's trying to just nudge him on the right path. And he just, he, you know, he just, he eventually does at that point. Yeah. But he just won't budge. I'd have to say when hockey leaves... Hockey was sad. I miss hockey. hockey, I I was trying to pay attention to when he leaves. Don't they send like a letter to someone? They send a a letter to Toph's family. family. So he goes to the Earth Kingdom. Yeah, to let her family know, like, hey, I'm good. And then at the end of that, he's like, hey, where'd hockey go? (laughs) And that's it. You never see hockey again. No, um,. I don't Could know. you imagine instead of Suki coming back, hockey comes back? That'd be hype. <laughs> that would be hype. That would be pretty hype, honestly. <laughs> hockey! I don't know. Jet dying is kind of sad when eh. he goes. Eh. I didn't like Jet. I wasn't a Jet fan. Actually, the way he goes out, though, is sad because, um, what's his name? Longshot says something. Yeah. And then Jet's like, don't worry, I'll be okay. And Toph's then like, Toph's, yeah, Toph's, Toph's like, like he's lying. And then I never was sure what happened. If the firebenders came in. Neither were or they. Yeah, I know. The writer doesn't know either. But here's the thing I wasn't sure if the firebenders came in and finished Jet off or if Longshot took Jedi. No, Lonshot was it guarding always, the door. Yeah, it looks like he was guarding the door, but at first I was I thought like, he was going to like yeah, shoot him in the he, head or something. Yeah. I was like was he going to end him? I think that Longshot was just protecting him and I think he was going to die anyways. I think like he like t- suffered like fatal a fatal blow and yeah. was like about to die. Yeah. So those were his last words and then he died on the floor and then <laughs> the other two got arrested. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what happened. That's yeah. 
That makes sense. That whole I love Boxing Day and just the creepiness yeah. of it. That's a good, like, good part of the whole brainwashing aspect of mm. like, oh, oh my God. so good. It's so good. You're not Judy. That was a I'm scary Judy. Yeah. I am Judy. That was a scary moment. Yeah. And very like, oh, yeah. And especially like we watched that during COVID too, which was a very political time. <laughs> So we're watching that. We're like, oh, this is weird. There is yeah. no virus in the U.S. There, there is no, yeah, there, there is, is no, no virus in the United States. Very, we are safe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Very true to life. Um, underrated sad moments. Now I'm really like, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I remember feeling sad at some point that I wasn't usually, but I don't remember what. Gotcha. Gotcha. I I know that. The one in Lake Laga just always gets me. It's just it hits hard. Um, what are I'm trying to think of some sad moments now. UA dying is kind of sad. Yeah, because like yeah. Sokka like really has something for a second. Mm-hmm. Then she gives him a sword. Sokka's so. got Riz, dude. <laughs> He's got Riz. He's got Riz yeah, from He's every got, uh, yeah. yeah. Tylee, like, other than his the sister, uh, yeah, all the girls uh, are like Suki. Suki. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody is a Sokka fan, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you like him so much. I, <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. Uh, I do love when um, it's the invasion part two, I believe, or the day of Black Sun part two, I should say, um, and. They're looking for Ozai underneath, and uh, they're chasing after Azula, and Sokka's like, she's just trying to waste our time, let's go. And then she starts talking about Suki, and yeah. he gets pissed and just charges her. I do love that scene. Uh, he's just such a badass. I love Sokka. Yeah. He's so cool. Um, I love... In speaking of you were you were talking about Iroh and Zuko's relationship. Yeah, when Iroh's in prison at the beginning of the third season, and the way it's drawn, it is so good because it almost it it does look like not even almost it looks like Zuko is in prison rather than Iroh. Yeah, yeah, like the way that they play with like the shading and the lighting and everything yeah. with that. Like, Iroh's very at peace in that moment. Like, just accepting, yeah, I'm here. Zuko's the one that's, like, at war with himself, like, Mm -hmm. sitting in that. Uh, And they do... Every little detail just furthers the story. And it's just so well-written in that sense. Well, like, even how they use, like, Zuko's scar, like... Mm-hmm. A lot. There's a lot of shots where, like, especially in season three, where like they'll show like his pure, like, untouched side, and like when he's talking like yeah. about good, mm-hmm. and they use like the scar, like they, they'll show one side or the other yeah. to yeah. get a point across. And one of those, one of those moments is another sad one for me. It's very, very small, but it's uh, I forget when it is. It's in season two when they're. Um, when they cut their buns and finally yeah. leave the Fire Nation, it's at the one point they might have. They it might be the episode where they um, meet that family and they talk, and then the one chick is like, "I was hurt by the Fire Nation too," mm-hmm. and all that. But it's uh, 
it's when they're in town and Iroh talks to him and he goes, it's the anniversary, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, again, it's very small, but it's one of those things where it's like, fuck, you realize slowly how hurt and damaged Zuko was because of his family. Yeah. You know? And that's something I wanted to ask. Do you think Azula is just crazy because she's Azula? Or do you think her family made her to be those, the way uh, she I think is? there's definitely some crazy genes in her family. Yeah, for sure. But for sure. I feel like, I don't know. She, she was always just messed up as a child. She had her, her father's love. So like, oh, I don't know. that's true. But that's not really a good thing since Ozai's kind of yeah. a pretty bad guy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, to look at it, Ozai just kind of, I mean, he might have done it out of love, but he just kind of used her as a puppet. Mm-hmm. You know, what I meant by that was he gave her the throne. Yeah, so that which, he could get bigger things. Yeah, but exactly. But he was still I'm on yeah. top still, you know? So it's not like he really gave her anything. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, um, one of the great examples of what you were saying with highlighting his scarred side and non-scarred side at certain points is when uh, Iroh reveals to him that uh, it, that the Fire Lord uh, Azulon was his grandfather and then Roku was oh, his other one. Yeah. yeah, They show his scar side when they um, talk the about the Fire Nation. Lord yep. and then his unscarred with Roku, which it's like... Like, how did you even think of that when you were you – know, you really thought about that that much? Yeah, and and that shows, like, how planned out it was, too. Like, from the beginning, they, yeah. like, they knew – and, like, even in the first season, you can get the parallels between the two, like, throughout mm-hmm. the season and how they cross paths and stuff. Um, but it shows that they had, like, a big plan the whole time. Oh, yeah. But Zuko's father – great-grandfather being Roku, does that mean Aang is technically Zuko's great-grandfather in a way? In a way, yeah, I think. Like, through some gonna, spiritual, call, like... call in great-grandfather? Yeah. I don't think he's gonna That was him. always a weird little thing there, too. I remember that. What's up, Gramps? <laughs> What's up, Gramps? I mean, he's 112, so... Well, know. yeah, because technically it wasn't... He, Roku was um, his grandfather through marriage, right? Or a great great grandfather. Yeah, great great grandfather. Like his mother's grandfather was Roku. Yes, yes, that's his right. father's grandfather was Sozan. That's right. That's right. That makes sense. Oh man, that's that's a good point though. I wonder if he would call him grandpa. <laughs> grandpa. Aang. I don't think so. I don't think no, he would see it. That technically, way. <laughs> not by blood, but that would be kind of funny. Grang. Blood, That'd be yeah. terrible. <laughs> is that what they is that what they called him? Grang. <laughs> I don't know. Was he even alive for his grandkids? So, Roku? No, no uh, Aang. I'm thinking. Oh. Because when... He was 60 when I don't he died. Think, no, he... Yeah, I don't think he was around for his grandkids. No, because all, Cause all I don't of think Tenzin's he's... kids are, like, little. Yeah. So... And, uh... If so, he would have trained with the kids because they're all airbenders. Oh, yeah. They... That's also what I don't like about Korra. They kind of make Aang to be a shitty father. Yeah. And I don't really like that. That's why I like to pretend that none of happened. Deadbeat dad. (laughs) No, but at one point, they're like, father paid more attention to you because you're an airbender. I'm like, that's not how Aang would be. I mean, I see where it's coming from to, like, rebuild the air nation and everything, but... 
was just like, that's not that's not how Aang would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, he loves everyone. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The the one like really thing good thing uh that came from Korra was Iroh being in the spirit world and him wearing earthbending robes. Yeah. In that that, that was cool. specifically because that that's cool. a, that's where he was happiest. Yeah. Getting the That's Jasmine Dragon. Yeah, and the dude, Jasmine Dragon. He was running this yep. tea shop and playing Pie <laughs> Show. Tea shop. Yeah. Every day. Uh, Probably hustling people, too. Oh, yeah. He's, I was looking well, like, for that shirt today. In, in like season one, he was like destroying the people on his ship. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's destroying true. them. Probably, uh, he was probably one of those people that like came to the table and was like, oh, I have like five dollars I don't know how to play that like would <laughs> run the table. And after the like, Fifth game, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> that is a very cool episode in the desert when um, when him and Zuko go to that. Uh, is it a restaurant, a bar, whatever the it tavern. is? Yeah, the tavern. Thank you. And uh, he sits down with the guy. And you literally, at first, it just seems like they are playing by show. show. And then all of a sudden, back and forth, back and forth. And then Zuko sits down like... Oh. What's going on? Yeah, and then all of a sudden they finish it, and then, and then Zuko's like, "What does a flower have to do with this?" <laughs> you think that like halfway through them doing making that pattern, the other guy was like, "Oh yeah, you know, you're probably in." Like they they really had to do the entire thing right, to just to make sure, like <laughs> just to he, make sure he puts the last tile in the wrong spot. And he's like, "Oh sorry, you're not part oh, of our yeah, yeah. not part of our clan." <laughs> That's yeah, he probably could have guessed it. Yeah, like after like, like the first like four yeah. moves, probably oh, this guy's probably in our yeah in the White Lotus, but that's okay. We'll, I think we'll it's, pretend like he's not. It's probably like one of those ritual things where they meet each other, they mm-hmm. make that, you know. It's, it's hilarious to think about that the White Lotus could just be an old group of like pie show hustlers <laughs> around like. <laughs> The way, like, you'd find, like, an old man's pool club around yeah. here or something like that. Dude, they're, that's funny. they know how to make money. They know how to they make, do. yeah. That's how they fund their, their club events. Yeah, exa- gotta, <laughs> exactly. Got to fund the ice cream party somehow, man. It's yeah, so, exactly, it, exactly. It's so cool finding out that they're all connected yeah. at, the end of the, uh, at the end of the show, where you're like, oh, all of you are in a yeah. society together. And it... You know, it would have been cool to see little, um, little lotus tiles with all of the masters. Well, they did that with um, Sokka's master. Sokka's. That's the, the only one they did it with. Um, I would have loved if they did that with. Um, oh my god! With what's his name? Boomy. Yeah, I guess it makes sense that he doesn't have it. Can but you, it would have been. Might have been a, I don't know. I feel like I'd have to rewatch the episode and see. Like yeah, maybe in the palace, there's like a white lotus or like maybe, maybe on his ga- but garment. not that I remember. Yeah, but I, it's also like you might not be looking for it. Who else? Uh, mm. Zhang Zhang. Yeah, I don't know Zhang Zhang. It would have been cool to have seen him have a pie show tile. Yeah, He's seeing like because he left the Firebending Nation too, you know, so that would have been cool to yeah. like. Oh, he found his own little society. I wonder if like. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta rewatch uh, Zhang Zhang's episode and see if there's maybe any little, like, detail, yeah. like any lotus for that flashes for a second in his ten or something yeah. like that. It, it could be so, something man. too, where like they w- didn't have that initially planned. Like maybe they they knew like something with Iroh. Yeah, that they didn't mm-hmm. know about like Zhang Zhang or 
uh, Boomy. Yeah. And maybe like later they're like, oh, we could do it with like everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. I like how in the uh, Day of Black Sun, it's like uh, Avengers meet up. Yeah, really and they, they got—they just got everyone. It really is. so cool. Yeah, they got everyone for that one. Everyone, just everyone, yeah. and that's—that just proves too that no character was expendable in that series. Yeah, like they—they mm-hmm. they brought everybody they needed to bring back. Mm-hmm. Back, even like when in Zuko alone, where he rob, uh, robs that couple or goes to rob that couple. You see them multiple and, times. And, yeah. Yes, and it's, yes. it's the um, the. Family Ang helps in, in Serpent's Pass. It's Ser- yeah. Serpent's Pass. Pass yeah. And you see them again uh, after Bossington gets captured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, Iroh's riding the train and he's like, oh, what's her name? Yeah, you see, you see her like, then. Oh, yeah. And then you, you see her uh, when the Fire Nation capture because yes. like, they're crying or whatever. Yes. Um, so it, it really is like the Avengers of like everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody comes back. I don't know how those subs work, though. How did they get into them? Like where where they all went below deck, but how did they get into the subs? That's a good question. Probably with wanna... some sort of water bending. Yeah, but like, where do you get in? It's like, do they have like cut a door and like, and when all the water just like, well, I guess they could water bend, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's fine. No, that's the subs are cool point. though. I like they the definitely. subs. Oh, they were. So I just love Tav. She's like. Yeah, thanks for creating a worse way of transportation rather than flying. She's like throwing up in the bucket. <laughs> Poor Tom. Kind of suck for her. <laughs> Dude, but she's so powerful. She could yeah, see anything Tuff. anyway. So, I I'm sure. Except no, on now. maybe no, uh, uh, yeah, now. Now. Like underwater, she probably had to be under a few times. <laughs> but she figured it out, I'm sure. Yeah. Look at how good she got a sandbending by the end. Yeah, oh yeah. Making that the whole so bossing cool. say. Mm-hmm. Even a little King and Bosco. Right. And metal bending. It's <laughs> just like that's bad. That I wish they up. wouldn't have added metal bending to like core and stuff. Yeah. It's like Tough Tough's the only one who should be able to metal bend. I do like that they taught Cora how to metal bend. Yeah. I, I thought I was because uh, I was like, Oh, it'd be so cool if Aang learned that, you know. But mm-hmm. that was always like a little fantasy thing. Yeah. I will say one thing I really respect Julian is because I watch Cora and I I'm one of those people that I'm just like yeah I it's fine I separate it from yeah. Avatar so it's I I know not to expect the exact mm-hmm. same thing. Uh, but when we finished Avatar, I was like, "Do you want to watch Korra?" She's like, "No, Aang's not in it. It's not the same." Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Really?" And I like, I tried like sneaking an episode on the one issue. Like, what do you not understand? I don't want to watch the show. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Okay, that's like, that's cool. why I wish they would do prequels instead of sequels." Yeah, yeah. and it's interesting too because our our friend Trevor said he actually likes Korra more than he likes a- Avatar. Which I was a little shocked about. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, really? That's, that's a take. It's a bold take. It's definitely a bold that's take. That's a take. That's um, a th- 1% of people, I feel like. But I was thinking about it, too. Like, you, It's hard to do a prequel without doing like the same thing that Avatar uh, Airbender did. Because like, you, the Avatar is so overpowered that mm-hmm. like, if you have mm-hmm. any... like, it, Once he's fully realized... There's no conflict that he can't just kick someone's ass, you know? That's, like, the problem with the Avatars. Like, there's no, like, with Ching the Great, Kyoshi will just wipe him out. He was, oh, like, yeah. the greatest, like, conqueror of the Earth Kingdom. 
who was like a Napoleon type guy, and she just she would have taken him out like in two seconds if, in, she, if, yeah. she, if she was actually fighting him. She wasn't even fighting him. Yes. So it's like if you do do like a prequel, like how do you nerf the Avatar without telling like the same story of he's got to master all three elements or all four elements before this time or whatever, which is why I think Last Airbender works so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, like you could do just more stories in that world. Yeah, I would love to see like some cool stuff, like even like Yoshi Warrior stuff. If they did yeah. like a spinoff and just did like stuff with them and like incorporated the bending, but didn't incorporate necessarily the Avatar element. Yeah, I would love to see stuff like that. A White Lo- a Lotus show would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool if they did something like that. But yeah. Even, like, Blue Spirit, if they did, like, some kind of... But that's the superhero nerd in me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have two questions I gotta ask. Okay. So, out of all of the avatars, I think we know... I think I know the answer for you two on who the best one is. But who is the worst avatar? Juan. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you say Juan? Specifically because of the laziness. Yeah. Yeah. Avatar Juan is the first Avatar. That's got to be culturally inappropriate. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? <laughs> and we had, we even, we were talking about the story with that, um, where the lion turtles gave them all the powers instead, and we were talking about how that screws up with the lore that... The moon and the dragon and the moles and mm-hmm. the it does, yeah. bison were the first benders to teach yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. And I never thought about that. I was like, damn, that's actually a really good point. <sighs> I hate Avatar 1 so much. <laughs> when they said the first Avatar is Avatar 1. I was like, what? You gotta be kidding This me. is what you made a whole other series to add into this world. <laughs> yeah. what, you didn't like that. Steven Ewan playing him? I don't get, listen. I don't. I don't <laughs> mind him. Glenn? Listen, I don't mind him playing him at all. You could put more thought into it uh, than yeah. just That's by right. doing that. You have Kiyoshi, you have uh, Roku, you have uh, freaking what's the uh, shoot? What's the waterbending one before? <sighs> Cora. I should know this. I should Kuroke. know it. Kurok? yeah. Yeah. Something yep, like that, you're yeah. right. It, just like all of those. Like, you have such cool names for him. You named him one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you named him one. That, was, that was the choice you made. Yeah. You had a writer's room, and they decided, hey, you know what would be cool? That would be pretty funny. Oh, my God. I don't want funny. I don't ever want funny. <laughs> what the hell? Except if it's Sokka. Except if it's, if it's Sokka, I like it. Ladies, I rock ya. Counting the syllables. I need a camera for that. Oh my god, very true. So good. That was Ben used to watch that. I would specifically remember like coming home and seeing him and my older brother watching that episode, and like reenacting it too, with like certain things, like repeating the lines and like doing yeah. the toss with yeah. each other. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, we did that a lot. It it's such a well crafted uh show beginning. It, it, to the point where when it resurfaced and I saw it getting um all the fan traction it was getting from people who had never seen it before um during COVID and at the beginning yes. of 2020. Yeah. I was so happy <clears throat> because people need to know that 
there, I think there's still a stigma with certain shows that are animated where it's like it can't it can't be animated and still have like a plot or be good or, yeah. or do that. And that needs to go away. I know, yeah. Because it's all in the story. Yeah, and, and it tells such a good story. And, like, season Great one story. is definitely a lot more, like, I don't know, less... There's story-heavy uh, episodes, but, like, it's if it's a little bit looser with, like, how, like, each episode you can, like, re- rewatch, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like that's good for, like, Nicktoons, like, putting on any episode from season one. It's like, okay, kids can watch this without having to know everything. Um, but, like... As season two and season three, obviously, it's, like, just story, 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 story. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and w- which is so cool from an anima- animation, you know? You could still kind of dive into any episode, though, as long as it's not, like, a part one or two. Right. Yeah. And, like, it's still that relatable where you could be like, oh, like, they're with, oh, they, these yeah. people are there with them now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. But then, like, they just kind of go into their own story. Like, yes. each episode builds on everything, which is great, but... Um, it does such a good job of individualizing everything, too. Yes. Yeah. So I just have a couple of Avatar facts. So you might not know about some of the other Avatars, so I thought it would be fun. Okay. Um, so Yang Chen had a had an airbending scream. I think which, I've heard of that. Yes, which pretty much... And people say, I guess people have said Aang has something similar to it. He does not. Because if Aang had something similar to it, people's heads would literally be rolling. He has it with That's sneezes. So... <laughs> he sneezes. He's got, sneezes the, he's got the dad sneeze. <laughs> he does have the dad sneeze. So as cool as that was, Yang Chen did keep the peace but neglected the spirits, leaving Karuk to fight them to his early death. Well, Karuk also became obsessed with them, too, after the, Ko, took, yeah. after Ko yeah. took the face of the woman he loved. Yeah, Best spirit in that entire series, by the Ko way. The Ko is year. so awesome. They should have done... Cool. They, it sounded like they were going to do more with him, because he's like, I'll see you again, Avatar. Like, they, they, yeah. When leaves, it, they make it sound like he's going to be like a bigger thing than he was. And then he just never comes back. Mm-hmm. I'd love to get, like, I was going to do, like, a whole Avatar, like, leg for, of tattoos. But, like, <laughs> even cool. if I if I was just going to get one, I would love to get, like, Ko wrapping around my arm Dude, or something like that. He is creepy. He messed up. Especially if you've ever seen, like, uh, real-life renderings of him that people do. Oh, uh, so yeah. bad. It's creepy. So bad. I don't want to see that. All right, next fact, Ben. Uh, next fact, so they didn't have one for Karuk. They skipped right over him because he died early. He's a go-with-the-flow avatar. Yeah, he was a go-with-the-flow avatar. Um, so they go to Kiyoshi, uh, and Kiyoshi was the strongest avatar who didn't take any shit from tyrants, but fought fire with fire and didn't deal with problems until it affected her and created the most corrupt organization in the Earth Kingdom. I'm Avatar Kiyoshi. <laughs> Which, uh, which uh, is that like bossing say or just like Dai the, the Dai Li? Yeah, Dai yeah, Li, Dai Li. bossing say the whole thing. Yeah, just the whole shebang. <sighs> Plus, I couldn't. I wanted to save this for this. Not only was Kyoshi ruthless, just like fighting tyrants. There was a point, and I can't remember exactly what it is. 
I heard it this morning, but she apparently there was some there was some I, I wish I can remember exactly what it was, but in order to solve the problem, he took the guy's mother and like just held her over a cliff. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. That's, it sounds and on brand. I might not remember this right, but she might have even dropped her. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, Yoshi? <laughs> you got to prove a point, dude. I was just, yeah, you got to prove a point. But I was just like, what the hell? I'm sure that tactic they used on Katara where they sucked her into the earth slowly, like, a Submerging little bit more her, and yeah. more. That was probably a Kyoshi tactic. Yeah. <laughs> like 100%. A little, little earthbending torture. I might have been, yeah. That, I wouldn't doubt it, to be honest. It's the Jessica Jones of the Avatar world. <laughs> Dude, Kyoshi. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, hang on, because I think it's in this video that it actually says it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so... Yeah, so the person's mother... They literally say you you looked in someone's eyes and then dropped them over a hundred feet. <laughs> uh, I was like, "What the hell?" So I looked into it. And, oh my god, that was funny. Is that from the comics? I think yeah, that happens in the comics. Yeah, that's where that's. From. They have some great <clears throat> comic stories too. And yeah, then to Avatar. So we don't need. We don't really have too many facts about um, Roku. Because they talk about him so Yeah, much. they talk about him. They explain his life story. But one thing they address with Roku that I thought was pretty funny, and this is 100% true, Roku let his personal feelings get in the way of what's right, and it caused a 100-year war and genocide of the Air Nation. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he's Avatar. <laughs> yeah. It really wasn't demons. his personal feelings, though. He's just like, he spared us... Yeah, that's personal feelings. Yeah, you but say? Like, I don't know. It, it sounds like like personal feelings. They're like phrasing it like he was. He was like, he didn't feel like the war was like justified. I don't know something like that. Like, yeah, I think it, what I don't they know, mean like, by that is because he was his best friend. Yeah. He didn't kill him. Or, you, you, know, you know what though? Take further action. That does make me realize I'll probably never watch Korra again, and it's because what you just said. There's like dirt on every Avatar in the past. But Aang was Aang broke that cycle, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. how it ended last Airbender. But then they go into the future and they give him dirt. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. do I want to see that? I, no, I'd rather, I'd rather keep that own, image. I'd rather, mm-hmm. I'd rather keep that. And it's fine. You could write those stories. That's cool. I get it. Yeah. Like, not everybody's going to be perfect, but I like that image of him sticking yes. to that code and just being. Mm-hmm. Like that for Absolutely. his whole life. I don't see him being a bad father for no, that reason. No, I don't see that either. You know, and especially, especially with his airbending skills, he'd probably be launching his kids in the air and you know flying yeah. around with them. Fun as hell. Yeah, that that made me upset when they added dirt to him. Yeah. But speaking of Ang, so they said this about Ang. Ang ended the Hundred Year War, created the Republic City, and kept the peace. Until his death, uh. but couldn't understand the responsibility as the Avatar, which led to his entire culture to be destroyed. What? 
That I don't agree with. I don't like that. I don't agree with that. And it's funny. It's like a little like joke video with all the avatars talking, and they even say like, "Nah, that wasn't Aang's fault." Dude, like that. That's not his fault at all. And then, of course, the, they have Ang do the Ang thing, where he was like, "I don't know if I didn't run away a hundred years ago, bro would have died, and that would have been it." it exactly, bro would have died. So, it's... dude, dude was barely a master Earthbender or mm-hmm. Airbender, taking exactly. on the entire Fire Nation exactly. army like, during Sozin's comet. You're done, dude. Mm-hmm. You are done for if, real. Yeah, if uh, Monkey Atso couldn't. Stop them! Like you are not going to be yeah, able to you're not take them do all out. Anything? Yeah. Maybe Absolutely. he goes into the Avatar state. Maybe. 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 But at that point, he didn't even know how to. Yeah, he really go into it. He you would know? not have been in control. No, he not at all. Probably would have died. Yeah. 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 Most. Most definitely, most he would have. So. Yeah. That that iteration of Aang that they're talking about has like yeah. a back tattoo of him taking Ozai's bending away. <laughs> like that's that's the type of dude they're describing. Like some jack dude who like the arrows are no more. <laughs> now they're black every time he glows. He just glows <laughs> dark. My guys, a menace. <laughs> Turns it, yeah, it turns into a complete it's just roided out. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those pumps. Okay. I have to be ready. Bl- just blowing rocks <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> so the, this is what they say about Korra. I don't know. Korra saved the world from 10,000 years of darkness as Juan did but opened the portal instead of keeping humans and spirits separated. She rebuilt the Air Nation, saved Republic City from the entire Earth Empire, saved Republic City from the Equalists, prevented the Water Tribe's civil war. She had to deal with the spirits which most avatars before her neglected, created a spirit portal in the heart of Republic City, performed arguably the best bending feat in in all of Avatar. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hang on, hang on. Almost done, almost done. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was like, what the hell? Sacrificed herself for the Air Nation, which resulted in her being poisoned, getting internally damaged for the rest of her life, and saved the Airbenders from the tyrant Earthbending Queen and the Dai Li disregarding her role to be neutral to do what's right. Holy Jesus, St. Cora over here. (laughs) What the actual hell? (laughs) Are you serious? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Who wrote that? Yeah, this is, they wanted, they were like Cora all the way. It was like, bro. Wow. Now let's list every good thing Aang has done in Avatar The Last Airbender. Every single town that he's found. Let's do every single episode in order. We could do that too. Yeah. If that's what the game we're playing, we can do that. (laughs) How about the fact that he could have just kept what's his name's baby when they came out oh yeah through their oh, tom yeah. tom yeah tom tom, tom, tom. yeah he could have just kept the baby it's like not my problem but no <laughs> instead even after the bad uh encounter with boomy and everything and not getting boomy back he still returns the baby yeah he's what was azula like, gonna do azula just gave up on tom tom after they they boarded the the trade what I was thinking is, what the fuck was May thinking? She was just like, yeah, fuck my little brother. She didn't <laughs> give a care. shit. Yeah. I was she, like, what the hell? 
That's how I would have been with you in a hostage situation. <laughs> sorry, Ben. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ben. Like, you got to go, dude. Sorry. <laughs> what? Deal's off. Tommy I'm keeping King Boom. They, <laughs> they had my PlayStation, dude. I needed to get it back. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I needed it. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I never would have done that. Um, yeah, such It's such a damn good show. I've... We've covered it so much on here, and I feel like there's so much we like that I still can unpack. Like, yes. even in my personal thinking of a lot of it. Well, what's interesting too is like I saw someone talking about how like when you think about Avatar and like the the core group, you you always like imagine like a lot of time with Zuko and like the team, like part of Team Avatar. Yeah. But when in reality there's only like like five episodes that he's like with everyone. Yeah. And like not even that, because like he's usually with it the, the episodes he's there, it, he's individual. Like it's Aang, then Sokka, then yeah, Katara. Then Katara. Like he he's doesn't not, get one with Toph. No. Toph, Toph very even sad about that. it. Yeah. She's like, I want my adventure with Zuko and then they just end up looking for Aang on the beach. But that's so funny. That just shows how like how like well he was written. Like that like even though there's barely any time with like the actual team, like mm-hmm. there's so much chemistry, and he was so well written that like throughout the entire series, we like have built this bond with him. So when he finally does join, it just feels so natural, yes. and yeah. like we remember it. Like yeah, he was there like the whole time. Like he was mm-hmm. he, he was with Team Avatar for like most of the, most of the third season when mm-hmm. really he wasn't. You know, yeah, he he was only there like. Like, the second half for like yeah a the little. second half like they, joins, they only leave him for a little bit like he, I think he joins the twelfth episode yeah that sounds right Western Air, yeah. Air Temple but it's like he he's not even in like the team then and then when he does join the team he goes off a thing and stuff so like yeah there's only like a, a like maybe like thirty minutes of like actual like interactions with like everyone mm-hmm. which is just shows how how well it was written yeah it's, absolutely it's like dance I lo- I love the dragon episode with them yeah like, yeah I love that yeah. That's what? so I'm good. Not dancing with you? No, no. <laughs> My flame went out. Give me some of yours. Yeah, I love it. stingy. That's so good. It's <laughs> oh such a relatable like. Give me some of that. No, I need that. that I love that. Right. Yeah, and they're. I love they're almost best friends immediately. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> and like when they're trapped at egg yells, help! He's like, who are you yelling for? There's no one here for hundreds of miles. That's a martial arts thing, dude. I've seen so many people who are like. Bitter, bitter rivals who have fought like two or three times, like mm-hmm. training together in the future, like they like open gyms together or do certain things. Uh, Dean Thomas and uh, Matt Sarah fought each other at the beginning of like the UFC's prime, and then when they went on the Ultimate Fighter, they shared a room together, and th- <laughs> like to this day, they're best friends. Oh, like awesome. they, they're like he. He's always talking about yeah. uh, Dean Thomas, and Dean's always <laughs> talking about Matt too. They, it's it's a it's a respect between warriors type of thing. Yeah, that, they do. that makes sense. They they just code it so well. <laughs> they they really knew what they were doing Ugh. with that shit. All right, the the question I've been regretting to ask. Okay, what is the worst episode of Avatar? Uh. All three seasons. <laughs> All three seasons, what is the worst episode? The worst? And that doesn't ha- that doesn't that necessarily bad. mean bad. Just even out of all the the best episodes out there, what do you think is the the least favorited one? 
See, I don't I, even want to say the worst. See, like every every time I like think of one, I I think of something I like I with it. Yeah, like there's always an yep, element that always I do one. enjoy. Yeah, there's always one. Um, uh, I think the popular one is the Great Divide, but like rewatching it, yeah, not I kind of like that one. Like, yeah, I like it's not, the Great it's Divide. Not terrible. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like the the best, but it's not. But it's, it's not, not the bad. worst. Yeah. It, and it's yeah. like there are funny moments in it too. Like it, it's, you know, I will go with that one because, but, but this is specifically why because nothing within that core group within like Aang, uh, Katara, and Sokka. There's nothing in that episode that furthers their story yeah as a group like yeah, no information added no like nothing like that there's like the brother sister element between Sokka and Katara because they're fighting that whole episode yeah, but it's like every point. every sitcom does that yeah and almost everything the only two episodes I would say that really don't have too much impact are the great divide and the fortune teller but even the fortune teller. The fortune teller, there's so much I love about that episode. Yeah, yeah, I love that episode. I, but even they even mention like Ang's going to be this powerful bender one day. Yeah, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know all that, but they that, don't really address like how powerful he's going to be. Yeah, you know? it's definitely fair. Mine probably like imprisoned. I don't know. That's just not. One of my imprisoned. Yeah. It's it's just like a yeah. But still, they meet Haru. Yeah, but like know? he doesn't do much. He doesn't. No, like he, he comes back for the invasion and has a mustache. And Zuko's not that's in that episode, cool. really. That's that's the yeah. weird gap where he's not that's really in a true. lot. Yeah, and then at Isn't the end that... of that episode, he comes back because Katara lost lost the necklace. Or she lost. She notices oh, she yeah. lost the necklace, and he's investigating the site. What is going on it. in that episode with Zuko? Is that where he fights? I don't he, think he, he doesn't. Nothing. He's, he's in that. nothing. No. Nothing in that. When does he fight Shao? That's early. Yeah, that's, that's after. That's right after uh, the southern water thing because they uh, ain't busted their ship. Yeah. And so it's like maybe like the third or fourth episode he fights Shao. It's real early. It's quite a lot really? of damage. I think uh, it might the be southern the third. Air temple. Yeah, something. Like I think that. so because it, it it's the mirror of Aang's like upset. I think it is the Southern Air Temple. Aang's in the Avatar State while Zuko's fighting, so it's like that parallel. I again. remember Zhao showing up that early. Yeah, he's in it really. Yeah, it, it, it's surprising. Well, because he's he shows up so early and it feels like he's in it for a while, but he dies at the end of that first season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's another element. That's one of my favorite things in Avatar. Is when the moon disappears and the color disappears from. Yeah. <laughs> it's the That's most cool. gorgeous thing. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. Just it's the blue so ocean. Cool. We were talking about how the ocean spirit, that ocean spirit waited until the moon died to like go crazy. Go buck. Yeah. Totally. Because like, that's buck, not an that, That's just all the ocean spirit, and the ocean yeah. spirit just using them to like destroy everyone. Like he, yeah. ocean spirit was ready to like march to the fire capital and kill all firebenders mm-hmm. at that point mm-hmm. if the moon was, didn't come back. And I love. Something when I was rewatching episodes, something I picked up on is people say that it is Aang technically, but we know it's the moon spirit. Yeah. But more evidence to that is when is in the next episode. Uh, is it literally called the? I think it's called the. Yeah, the Avatar State. Uh, first episode of season two, 
he's having nightmares yeah. about what happened because he wasn't in control. But, you know. uh, yeah, he's not in control in the Avatar state, like, before he masters it, but, like, he really isn't in, in that spot oh, because, no. like, he he steps into that pool and he literally gets sucked down by the moon spirit. Yeah. The moon spirit just, like, absorbs him. And not to mention, right before that, he goes Avatar state. Yeah. Which, that means the other Avatars are at least making him do that. Yes. Not making him, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's so, Yeah. Like, he's not a killer. It's so gorgeous. Just, just the moon spirit. Moon just spirit. the moon spirit. Or the, 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 the ocean spirit. Ocean spirit. spirit's the killer. Yeah. Because so. you know there, there are a lot of casualties on those uh, those ships. Oh, yeah. When he slices that one in half and like the top falls into the ocean, oh, they're not surviving. Yeah. Oh, nah. What about, uh, what, what was his name, Han? Was it Han, the, the tribe's son? Oh, tribe, yes. The tribe yeah, yeah, son? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah, he's done. He's he's definitely <laughs> yeah, done. Sure. He, he went flying into that ocean and, and firebender territory. They're not saving him. He's yeah. going to freeze to death. Yeah, yeah. he's going to die. <laughs> that was bad. He's going to die. <laughs> Poor bastard. Not really, though. No. <laughs> Admiral Chow, time to meet your doom. <laughs> All right. And the best episode, me and, me and Dan came down to, to a consens- uh, consensus that out of all... All three seasons, the best episode is Zuko Alone. Yeah. Zuko Alone's real good. It's real good. That was our personal favorite. Yeah, that was our, well, yeah, because we did like a, a, um, what is it, a roster? We, kind of yeah, a, we literally did like a yeah. whole tourney style, mm-hmm. like elimination where we That's just cool. went mm-hmm. through. We did three episodes where we literally like compare, 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 yeah. compare. Uh, and it was, yeah, that's what we, but it was weird because we ended with the last episode of the first season, Zuko Alone, and then uh, the last episode of the last season. So I, it was like, oh, yeah, you're just climbing the ladder yeah. with, <laughs> with how good things are. I feel like uh, the Avatar and the Fire Lord is an under, underrated episode where it's their backstory. Yeah, yeah that is That's underrated. a good episode. That's a, great, that's episode. a real good episode. I actually. like that one. That's underrated. Um, Zuko Alone's real good. I like... Sozin's Comet, it's hard to, like, judge individually because, like, I mean... It's, it's so it's, hard. It, it needs is. to be, like, watched, like, all together. Um, there's a lot of good ones. I still love Ember Island Players. I think it's such it's a... Like, yeah, it's Ember the best. Players such, so, a, such a good one. It's just, like you mentioned before, it's just the perfect recap yeah. episode, too. It's just so... It's so much fun. I'm tough because I'm tough. <laughs> and that's just what... I, and I love that the because... Sonic, Sonic Wave... Uh, yeah, but think about that. Someone had to get the story of Aang and mm-hmm. like his journey and what's going on. And every single person that they talked to about Toph clearly said that he was this big, giant, tough man. Yeah. And because no one's gonna say, "Oh yeah, this little girl beat me up." That's, yeah, that's, that's what point. I love about that. That is that's very what I true. Love. It is just little, so no funny. Just, this little blind girl just yeah. beat my ass. Got my ass whooped by who? Uh. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I think that's where we get the the confusion that all Katara Kunta- complains about is her mother. Is, because doesn't she mention that a lot in the Island players? <laughs> it's like the hope thing. She's like, I'm, yeah, so, the whole, yeah, I'm hope. so full of hope. It's making me tear bad. <laughs> Uh, my stomach is empty and it's making me tear bad. So good. I don't. Uh, there's a part in that though that I, I 
don't really understand like because the, the writers are obviously like, making jokes about it, like how like the great divide they're like let's just skip over that you know mm-hmm. yeah so, so they're making jokes about their own stuff um during the drill it shows the audience and they're like falling asleep i don't oh I, yeah i didn't understand that either did, are they saying that they felt like it was boring like the like drill it was could have been better like I don't know because I, I I like the drill episode. I like that one too. I, yeah, I think that's a. Fun they might have been like I I, I, don't I know if that just, was like a consensus among like the fans or if like it's just the writers felt like they didn't do a good job with that. I you all, know I I don't know. You know, out of season two, maybe they did think it was one of their more boring episodes. I but like it though. I like it a lot. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's tough. That's a good question. So though. here's here's my here's my theory. Okay. On what they're doing. The drill is a great episode of Avatar. It's yeah. an excellent episode. But if you can't see what's going on inside the drill, oh, it's going to be real goddamn boring. Oh, you're right. That's a very You good are right. Point. That's exactly what's happening. So oh she's standing God. on the wall monologuing and being like, we can do the Nobody seeing Team Avatar take down the drill there, from yeah, the yeah, inside. Exactly. Just throwing rocks at him or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> so, a, that's a very good point. So if you just have the outside perspective of that, then that's yeah, that episode absolutely sucks that's and it would put the audience boring. to sleep. But that's, yeah. That's probably That's it. probably why. Because I'm like, why are they Because you're they right. I, it made me think for a second that I was like, oh, that would probably, yeah, like I mean, nobody yeah, saw. Nobody yeah. saw when yeah. we do the, the stage stopped. adaptation at the ghost light, we'll have to make sure that we, we keep it faithful and we don't show what's going on <laughs> we inside. We don't show what's going on. It'll just be a 20-minute monologue and then the drill will stop at some yeah, point. Yeah, they're like, no. Although Aang has one of the best moments in that episode out of all of Avatar where he runs up Bossing Say's wall and runs back yeah, down yeah. full that's speed. super cool moment. Oh, it's cool too because he, he did something similar in uh, the Avatar state when he was running away from the Earthbenders. Yeah. He ran up the wall and sort of did like the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So cool. Such a good show. I so love the awesome. uh, the callbacks too and like the symbolism between the two. Um, how like uh at the end of season two, Katara's holding him like the the statue of Mary and Jesus. Oh yeah, the, the she revives him, yes. and it's like when she revives him, it's like season one, episode one, when she holds him at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, like the yeah. Ozai getting the bending taken away. It's a big beam of blue light. Oh just yeah, just like episode one. Mm-hmm. So like, it, there's a lot of cool symbolism, a lot and, of like, cool parallels, parallels and tie-ins. Um, and there's more, but. Those are the ones off my top of my head. Oh no, yeah, that's very true. I, didn't I love think it. about that before. A lot of a lot of good stuff there. Uh, Such a good show. Before we go, I this is going to be a total change of topic, but I know you played it the other day. Oh okay. You played Dead by Daylight. Oh, I did. I I tried Dead by Daylight. I did. You tried it? I did. What did you think? Well, you faced the Xenomorph probably three times because everybody's using the Xenomorph. Uh, actually, no. I didn't run into anyone using the Xenomorph. Really? I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> I haven't played too many games. Um, I played a couple games with Tyler and Andrew, and they... I think it was more of the basic characters, like just like the doctor and um, 
the one guy that disappears. Um, oh, Ring-a-Ding-Dinger. Yeah, Ring-a-Ding-Dinger. His, the Wraith is his yeah, name. Yeah, the Wraith. Thank you, the Wraith. Um, and then we had the one real alien-looking one. Not the Xenomorph, but the one... And she, like, puts a thing on your back, and she could teleport right to you. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, we fought I her. I can't um, but it's fun. Uh, I suck as Survivor, so... Um, You're gonna suck as Killer, too. I, yeah, I tried I'm playing ju- I'm just killer. telling you that I right tried, now. I tried playing as Killer, and I'm just miserable. The, di- the dynamic of that game is when you're Survivor, the Killers are assholes. When you're a Killer, the Survivor are assholes. Like, they're, they're just like, I there's suck. no in-between. I just... Dude, every time I hooked, like, one person, and then other times, everyone would just get away. <laughs> and I'm just, I, I, I'm like, I'm horrible at this. I can't do this. You're, you just got to learn to play it and troll hard when you can. This whole squad was trolling me so bad and then today. And then um, I got two of them down. The one was going to get the door open, and, like, they thought they could pull some slick shit on me. And I got the one on the hook. And they were like, they were probably like, oh, he's gonna go after the rat. No, I stood there and waited for her to die. Like I just stood and I was like, come get her, if you want. You guys have been trolling me the whole game. Come get her. Yeah, fair enough. And then when somebody tried to come get her, I one shot at him because I had a perk on, and yeah, I grabbed him and yeah. I put him on and I did the same thing. I was <laughs> like, come watch. do it. And I watched. I sat there and watched both of them die <laughs> in front of me. And, they, and I'm surprised I did not get get hate messages coming in my way because typically that happens. Yeah, uh, that's true. Do you, gonna... do you play Dead by Daylight? I at all? don't. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, people are moving towards um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that just yeah. came out too. But um, I like Dead by Daylight. There's a fun variety in like the killers and being a survivor's nerve wracking at times. Are you guys gonna play Starfield? Yeah. Yeah, I would if I had an Xbox, but since I don't have Xbox, I'm probably not going to. At some point, I'm going to like uh, like Ben. I don't own one, but I'm planning on like either Do getting PC? one for some. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd be able to get it on PC. So, uh, yeah, and I just want a Bethesda. Game. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been We're gonna have to wait like two more it. years for Elder Scrolls Six or Fallout Five or yeah. anything like that. Mm-hmm. I want Fallout 5 more than I want Oxygen. <laughs> like, I really do. I love the Fallout games I mean, so what much. do they do with Fallout 5, though, you know? There's not much more they can do. They haven't done a Fallout New York. I guess, yeah. You know, could you imagine That'd how cool. cool that would be? That would be Especially cool. on, like, an expanded system. Like, that would be awesome. Yeah. Be so cool. No, we don't even have Elder Scrolls Six yet. So. I don't know. We have Spider Man to look forward to though too. I'm so hyped for Spider Man. I'm hyped. I'm gonna platinum the fuck out of that game. <laughs> that game is gonna be so much fun. Uh, I wish I had a PlayStation so. to play it. Yeah. Dude, I'll let you come over and play it when I get it. <laughs> I just gotta watch some watch some Let's Plays or something. Yeah, true. You can do that too. There's never anything so, wrong with that. Oh, so good. Callum, thanks for coming on today, dude. Yeah, Thank you for having me. Freaking blast. We'll yeah. have you on again and we'll we'll talk more Avatar, we'll talk video games. There we we'll go. Talk shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll do video games. We always do. Yeah. Uh check out our other shows on the network, check out GOAT Games. Um, they are recording their new episode this week. They're going to do Undertale for their next one. Oh, Undertale. Oh, yeah. They they do. So this is my best friend's podcast. They do um, 
like three hour episodes, but they do Holy deep dives crap. onto video games. So yeah. they do it on a specific video game and they'll they'll break down everything, the That's visuals, cool. the sounds. It's it's awesome and it's really well edited too. Um so yeah, Undertale's their next game. Check out what's going on. Their newest episode mm-hmm. is out. Uh, Starry Night Theater podcast will be out tonight. Um, Catherine Marciano is going to be on the newest episode. I uh, just want to throw this out there real quick. Uh, the SAG-AFTRA seeks a second strike against video game com- companies. So while SAG-AFTRA and its actors already have one strike underway against the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Productions... Um, it is now seeking a second strike that would go against major video game companies and how they treat their performers. Hmm. So we're never getting GTA 6, is what you're telling yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're never, yeah. I mean, I, another, I'm another all for their rights. Years of a delay. Yeah, I, I am all for their rights, but damn, it is that is sad news to hear. Yeah, we'll put a damper on things. Yeah, it's a for sure. Uh, I hope that doesn't delay Spider Man. Have you seen that delays Spider Man? No, because it's already done. Yeah, true. It's already done. It's already it's done. True. So it's 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 common. Have you guys seen the uh, the dude who makes who's making the Avatar game by himself? No, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. Elka Gaming that or whatever. Sick. Dude. That's pretty impressive. That he's been looks, working on it yeah. for like five years or something. Yeah, he's been working on it a long. Just time. one dude, and he's making like the whole Avatar like world in a video game. That's pretty awesome. Dude's a baller. Yeah. I'll have to look at that. Fucking sweet. Uh, but yeah, make sure you check out Eat Sleep List as well. Hundredth episode is out. Hundredth episode. Right now. Um, check out Noise Candy as soon as I get that edited. Um, I don't know when that'll be, <laughs> quite honestly. Uh, but we will end our episode the way we end all our episodes with a one, two, three. See ya. See ya.